Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? You know what? Hey, this is what I just realized. I just happened to glance down and look at the date, Daryl. As we're recording this, this is the last day of summer. Can you believe that? Yeah, the last hello. day of summer. We have, if you are listening into this podcast, Larry and I have survived the year and that means you have as well. Uh, we're on into the fourth quarter and uh, seriously though, and all kidding aside, um, Larry, I know for, you know, for so many uh, people in the Selling from the Heart community, this has been a challenging year, but one thing that we've seen over and over again is authentic, authenticity always wins. We're seeing people dig deep go deep into who they are, serving, loving, taking care of each other. And, uh, you know, for all the challenges of this year, I got to say, selling from the heart and the, the people around us, Larry, I've just been blown away when I've, I've looked at just what everybody has done to pull together this year. No, it's been it's been very interesting to say the least. But, you know, I've always said authenticity is a lifestyle. It's not a light switch. But one of the things that has just been the message and how the message is resonating has just been overwhelming. I mean, every day I open up, I open up email or I get a message sent to me and they go, hey, I just listened to the book. In fact, I listened to it again. I love the podcast. I've listened to that episode three times. Finally, there's people that speaking my language. And I think that is just so cool. It's, it's humbling to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, if you're new to the Selling from the Heart podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, adding real value. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, I've seen all of these things we've talked about so far today alive and well inside the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. And it is, I I keep saying this, but it is such an incredible thing especially in this uh, challenging time that we're in to be around like-minded sales professionals. And uh, I, I just, I want to give a huge shout out to everyone in the group. It's been an amazing encouragement to me over this last season. It, it just, you know, the, the whole, the nice thing about the group is they're all like-minded based on common goals. Mm-hmm. And more than anything else is everyone's become friends everyone's connected to each other. Everyone's encouraging people along the way. And that was a whole mission when we started the Selling from the Heart is Insiders Group, Daryl, is we wanted to, you know, every, we talk about community, we talk about that sense of belonging, but more importantly is the mission, everyone's on the same mission. Yeah, it really is beautiful. And, and it's so exciting to see what's happening. By the way, if you've never heard of the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group, you go, how do I get involved in that? Well, just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders, and you can learn more about how you can get involved. And, you know, really, if you think about all of this right now, in so many ways, Larry, this has been a season where many of us have been challenged to reinvent ourselves. And I think our guest today is going to give, how's that for a transition? Yeah, that's a great, hey, by the way, Daryl, that was a perfect transition. 
for uh, for two sales guys pretending to be radio disc jockeys, Larry, that was pretty darn good. Hey, today today's guest, <laughs> this is going to be this is going to be a really valuable discussion. I've been looking forward to our conversation. So uh, let's why don't you introduce Rick and let's let's dive into this. Uh, I, I can't wait to bring to bring Rick Danley on, but before I do, I have to give a special shout out to my near close dear friend who I love tremendously. Simon Hare's out in the UK. When Simon sends me messages and Simon and Simon says, right? <laughs> when, when Simon says, hey, listen, you need to connect to this person and you need to speak, to speak to that person. When he sent me a message and said, you need to connect with Rick Denley, I didn't even think twice. I just said, done. And we had a great conversation. You being an alliteration freak and me loving RE words, this conversation is just going to be <laughs> fabulous. So without further ado, Rick Denley, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thank you, Larry, for having me on your show. It's actually, you know, a pleasure of mine to be introduced to you through Simon, who, you know, big shout out, great guy, really impressed with what he's doing now. We'll talk, you know, more about some of the things that he does that are in line with what we're doing here and what you're doing as well when you talk about selling from the heart. Daryl, good to see and meet you as well. Fellow Canadian. Yes. Representing here from Canada. uh, Okay. Hey, Rick, now you and Daryl can't gang up on me. Please don't, right? Oh, you're so out. You're so outnumbered, eh? We would never. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a good time today. I can tell already. Hey, Rick, though, you know the question that every guest on Selling from the Heart answers, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say about what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Well, it's a great question. And yeah, you know, I, I, I've heard it before in your podcast, which is great. And in previous podcasts that I've listened to with the two of you, whether it was Daryl or Larry that mentioned that, I just want to say you mentioned some interesting things. You said, especially now, we have to be drivers of recovery. And I thought, wow, that's really a great statement. That's part of our role there. And that we'll have to shift our approaches too. And that's a part of the reinvention that we'll talk about. For me, the words that come up, and and I had them written down, so I'm not making them up now, but you already used one with authenticity and how important that is. And you utilize that word and display it so well. But especially now, it tag teams very well with empathy. And there needs to be an empathetic type of approach to everything we're doing right now, because beyond just our jobs, what's happening around us is bigger than our jobs and our careers and so on. And and there has to be that empathy involved. And I do want to talk a bit about that as we go forward, too. So selling from the heart for me is about being authentic. You know, you talk about authenticity. That's huge. Empathy is is big as well. You know, everybody's going through a lot right now, and we might not even know what people are going through. So try to be empathetic with everything that we do here and think of the individual involved too, please, beyond just the role and the job that we're doing. And finally, the last one that you mentioned too is collaboration. I want to see us collaborating more and more. We're not competing with each other here. You know, we want to collaborate as much as we can to bring as much value to people and organizations to help them better the environment, the world that they live in. That's really what we should be doing first. So to me, selling from the heart is all about those main things when we talk about empathy, authenticity, and collaborating, not competing. Dude, that that is so that is so good because you know, quite often it's the competing that prevents us from being, and again, I'm not bringing, you know, a doctoral twist to this by no means, but sometimes it's that competing that prevents us from really being authentic or really 
you know, leading with empathy because let's just face it, right? A lot of people in sales are highly competitive, right? I mean, you're talking to probably two of the most competitive guys I know, right? Because Daryl and I are always trying to one up each other, right? If somebody does something, I got to do it. Daryl does something, I got to do it a little bit better. But, yeah, you know, I'm not, in, I'm not like that at home. Yeah, I, I can't tell, right? <laughs> but, but I think, you know, it's so important around authenticity and empathy is, I always go back and I said, you know what, this is, this is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And and I've said time and time again, I believe sincerely in my heart, we're all authentic human beings. It's how we choose to go about interacting with people. It's how we go about leading our life. You either are, you aren't, you either are authentic with your clients or you're not either going to lead with empathy or not. Right, Daryl? No question. And, and I like the, the, concept of collaboration in all of this, right? I think that um, as as sales professionals, sometimes we get boxed into thinking, I got to do this on my own, you know, both on the, the side of the client where there's usually multiple decision makers, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, and on the side of our team as well. And so I think bringing everyone together with an attitude of collaboration, everyone's going to win, you know, uh, Stephen Covey, win-win, you know, that type of thing um, is really, really a a key part of of all of this. And uh, yeah, so I I love that answer. I love your perspective on all of it, Rick. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. So congratulations on the book. What I'd love it, reinvent yourself. You're speaking my love language here. I absolutely, (laughs) I I just, I think the title of the book is fantastic. And this is, uh, you know, this has been an interesting time, obviously. Um, You know, we're in massive sea level change in so many different ways. Industries are changing, sales as you know, the practice, the different ways we interact with people are changing. If there's ever been a time, whether you need to reinvent yourself, like it or not, this is a time. And I'm curious, you know, as you look at, at the sales profession right now, um, where, what do you think are some of the areas where, where you're seeing people either by necessity or just going, you know what, I'm just going to do it. (laughs) Um, Where are you seeing people reinventing themselves? Where do we need to be looking right now? Yeah, that's a great question, Daryl. Thank you. And and I wanted to go beyond just change because change Mm -hmm. is occurring all the time, as we know. And and we learned that really there's two types of change, isn't there? There's a first type of change that we decide to do. And we say, you know what, I'm making a change. I'm going in a different direction now. We have full accountability for it. It's the change that comes our way that we didn't ask for, which is a little more challenging for us. You know, it's when change comes and we weren't ready for it or anticipating it. But either way, I try and teach people the change doesn't matter whether it came to you or you created it. Either way, you need to get out in front of it and drive that change. That's the most important piece. So going beyond change is reinventing yourself. Okay, reinvent yourself first and then everything else falls in place. So to tie it back to your question in regards to the sales front, I mean, look at where we've come from in selling. You know, we came through models that were spin selling, Mm -hmm. consultative selling, challenger selling, all different forms of selling. And now how are we selling? Now we learn to sell differently as well. And the things that we need to learn to sell on are like we talked about empathy. And if you're of the Gen X like I am, and probably you guys are too, we were taught to do things on our own. Yes, we we were were. taught to be out on an island and go do it ourselves. 
and die trying, right? I don't need any help. It's all on me. I'll look after it. But it's not the way it works now. Things have changed. Even generations are changing for us. When we look at the generation in place now, where by the end of this year, two-thirds of decision makers are going to be millennials. They work differently than we did in the past, and we have to adapt, change, and reinvent ourselves to that. They work collaboratively. They look at getting decisions from all different places and input to help make the decisions. So that's changed. So we need to reinvent ourselves as to how we approach that as salespeople as well. So changes come our way. Look, the, the current environment has changed. The world has changed in sales, right? Accelerating the adoption of virtual selling techniques, mm-hmm. right? They were there before, but now we've had to adopt them extremely quickly. So that's a change in reinventing how we approach ourselves. And the other thing is that the buying process has maybe not changed, but how the buyers go about it has Right, we have to remember that going forward. There's there's three phases in the buying. If we boil it right down in the buying phase, and I don't mean to simplify it here, but you know we look at awareness, consideration, and decision, and how do we go about addressing each of those areas to help the buyers? They're under tremendous pressure right now and restrictions and working from home like the rest of us too. How do we as salespeople reinvent ourselves to help them through what they're going through? That's our job is to help them find solutions. So that's all part of that big reinvention piece that we talk about. Hey, I, I, I still want to peel back if we can, this whole reinvention thing, because I love it. I mean, I've, <laughs> I think we've all reinvented ourselves a time or two, whether, you know, we look at it as reinvention or, or, or whatever other word you want to use. But, you know, sometimes right now, because you, Rick, you touched on change in, in the way I took it as force changed right? We've all gone through a lot of force change in 2020. Now, if we use the word force, right? Now, it could be, you know, a really upfront, you know, term to use, but I'm going to put force in front of reinvent. So, I think a lot of people have been forced to reinvent themselves, whether they like it or not. So, when we think about reinvention, what are some people having to think about when you say, hey, you know, especially in sales, since our audience is sales professionals, so when we say, hey, you know, when Rick says, you know, think about reinvent yourself or Larry and Daryl says, hey, you know, what, this is a perfect time to reinvent yourself. What's that look like? What's that mean in a, you know, in, a, in the context of a day in the life of a sales professional? Right. That, that's very good. You know, I want to bring up a, a perspective for you here from the emotional intelligence side. And just briefly for people that are into emotional intelligence and learning that there's two sides to it. There's yourself that you learn about and how you react, respond, and work with other people. And then there's other people and understanding them and observing them. We need to learn both of those because they both change now. So how do we as individuals change ourselves to help ourselves reinvent to be what not only we want and need to be, but what others need us to be? I want to share with you a study that was done recently by LinkedIn. And what they talked about there are the qualities of salespeople that buyers are looking for. What's most important to them now because they changed from six months ago. And the number one thing that they're looking for right now is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. That's the number one item. Yeah, there's others in there like responsiveness, being an expert in your field and things like that. Trustworthy is the number one factor. So how do we become more trustworthy to the buying community so that we can help them out more? So that's a reinvention of ourselves. That we have to look in and say, well, how do I become more trustworthy. And, you know, there's ways to do it, but it's all part of reinvention and it's all part of change. 
So how do we change ourselves and reinvent ourselves? And, you know, I go in to share with people, especially people in sales right now, you know, how do you become more trustworthy if that's something you need to do? Well, you have to treat every touch point as an opportunity to strengthen that trust, right? Mm -hmm. You have to focus on consistency across all channels and departments of touch points to our clients. We have to embrace new tools and technologies and solutions that we didn't before to help gain the trust of the buyers and develop that tight one-on-one relationship, you know, and putting humanity first in the sales force, you know, and then finally listening and collaborating rather than pitching and presenting. Those are the changes we have to make and that's reinventing ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we have to make those changes ourselves and reinvent ourselves. That's how we do it tied to sales specifically. I love that. Um, and what a great list, by the way, that's one you want to rewind and and go through and write down. Uh, because I think that, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to you talking about how, whether you choose the change or the change chooses you, um, you know, that, that, that it's really, really critical to get out in front of it. And, uh, you know, I think when I think about, uh, change like that, I just immediately visualize the wave and the surfer, right? You're either in front of the wave or you're underneath it. And yeah. I guess my, here's my question though, for us to, to think about today. Cause I think, you know, so many people right now in, in the sales profession, um, in some ways, you know, we survived the summer, we've kept our head above water, but, but in yeah. some ways it feels like, you know, it feels like the waves crashing around us. So how do we go from feeling like we're behind the change right. to shifting and getting out in front of it? Uh, what do you, what, what are some thoughts? Well, I'll tell you some of the thoughts. I mean, look at Jim Collins book, which is timeless. When you think about, you know, what he talks about going good from good to great, mm-hmm. he talks about you know, get all the right people on the bus, get everything lined up, but get in front of it, drive the bus. Don't let it mm-hmm. drive you. Mm-hmm. Get out in front of that thing and drive it yourself. That's a big part of change. You know, we don't just want to survive anymore. And I don't want to hear that word anymore. We're done with surviving. It's time to thrive. Yeah. Okay, let's get out in front and thrive. Let's create a plan. And, and it's one of the reasons people ask me about the book and go, wow, that was great time. You, you know, you wrote this book and released it. I said, well, okay, I didn't know COVID was coming. It took me two years to write the darn book. <laughs> and, you know, it just happened to get released in April, month after everything hit, which was my plan because April was my birthday. I said, okay, release a book on your birthday. That'll be fun. You know, and, and had a, a six-city tour speaking, keynote speaking on my book canceled because of it and so on. But now it's time to get back out in front of it. We use words like pivot and change and so on. It's more than that. You have to reinvent yourself. And in the book, Reinvent Yourself, we talk about creating a plan to do just that. What does it take? You know, Simon Sinek talks about it best. Clarify your why to start with. That's chapter one. Then we talk about the skill sets that you need and you may need to improve if you're going to be successful at reinventing yourself, like communicating. How do you communicate clearly what you're doing? And these are leadership Mm -hmm. skills as well Mm -hmm. that we learn over time. Make sure that you're communicating your why, which you solidified and clarified extremely well to the people around you that matter, whether it be your family, friends, or your organization. We're going in a different direction. Here's why. And next, the plan. Here's how we're going to do it. Have a very clear and concise plan. Keeping in mind, as I say on stage, and you'll see behind me in my picture of me with my boxing glove, everybody has a plan till they get punched in the face. Right. The <laughs> punch in the face. I want you to predict the barriers and challenges that you're going to have come your way. 
so that you're ready for them, most of them. So in the book, we go over that as well. So the book really creates a blueprint for you. It's all sorts of little exercises in the book. Write them down, write down your why, write down your communication style, what you're going to do. But it helps people prepare to reinvent themselves, their organizations, whatever it might be, and to be successful at it, including predicting some of the barriers and getting ready for them when they come your way. So that's what reinvention is all about. And you can do it in your life, you can do it in your career, your personal, your business, and for your business and your organization as well, including the sales team. It's so good because, I mean, I love the word reinvent. I've used other words like, you know, re-engage, reimagine and things like that. And, you know, I'd like to maybe just to emphasize what Rick said is just throw another spin on it just because I'm a sports geek. But I I think this is going to play out in, in really why I think reinvention is so critical. You know, we have a, we have listeners all over the world and I know there's, you know, a lot of them, they love sports. Look at what a lot of the major sports have done. You know, during the situations of 2020, they had to reinvent themselves. They had to reinvent how they put that sport on and how they re-engage with their friends. I mean, with their, you know, with their fans, excuse me. It's the same thing. So, you know, take a lot of what Rick's saying and then, you know, reflect and go, okay, what would it look like? If I reinvented myself, now let's take this sales twist on and say, if I reinvented myself, would that foster greater connections with my clients out in my marketplace? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would that look like? And, you know, that might be some tough work, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, Daryl has said, you know, we can be the change or we can be in front of the change. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great point. You want to be in front of the change and you want to lead that. And you want to be seen as innovative as well. And I'm not talking about small tweaks here and change. That's why I use reinvention because it's a bigger word. It seems more all-encompassing and it has to be. We're not looking at minor things here Mm -hmm. and get through it. And, And believe me too, you know, I hear people say, well, once COVID's done and we get back to normal, this is the new normal people that this is not going away. So you're going to be a dinosaur if you think that you'll just wait until things come back to the way that they were. They're not. It's never going back. There's too many advantages and pluses to the way that we're doing things now that people will never go back to the way it was. And that's a good thing. So get out in front and lead that change and get used to it, that this this is our reality now. It's the virtual world that we're in is going to remain. So reinvent yourself. Start reprogramming yourself. When I'm on stage, I do a little exercise with the crowd that I want to share with you now. And and I ask everybody in the audience at the beginning of all of this to, uh, first off, I ask how many people still wear a watch. I love timepieces, so I wear a watch. I know we've got clocks on our phones and everywhere else. I say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take off your watch, and I want you to put it on the other wrist. Okay, so everybody do it in the audience and and inevitably they fumble around and they play with it. And eventually you kind of, you know, you get it worked out. And okay, there it is. Now I asked them to do that for 21 days because we know it takes 21 days to form or break a habit. So I asked them to do that every day. By the time that they're done the 21 days, you're snapping that watch on your wrist like no problem. What you're doing now is developing and rewiring your brain because the brain can rewire itself and it can learn new things, but it has to become a habit. You mentioned the sports people out there. So for the sports people, this is uh, muscle memory. It's the same in your brain. Your brain's a muscle. Do something repeatedly, it gets better and better and better at it. So inevitably, change and reinventing yourself, you will get better at. You'll be more accepting to it the more that you do it, whether it's small things like putting your 
watch on the other wrist or whether it's huge things like learning how to sell differently in virtual times. It is such a great idea to have a plan (laughs) and to be strategic about this. And this is where um, I, you know, earlier in the episode, you're talking about the LinkedIn research about yeah. what people uh, expect from salespeople. And so, you know, as much the interesting thing is we can look at all the circumstances around the pandemic and, and all of that, but really that's just the surface level. There's been so much stuff happening under the hood, so to speak, in terms of buyer expectations and, yeah. you know, all of that, that, in some ways, maybe we've ignored a little bit. Maybe we've ignored a lot. And now is, you know, now is is maybe maybe this pandemic was for many of us a cold glass of water in the face that we needed to go. Yeah. You know what? We got to rethink this. We've got to reinvent. We need to, to 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 do that. And so much better to do that with a plan rather yeah. than just, yeah. uh, what am I going to do now? And that's why I love the mindset, the perspective that you're bringing to the table here with reinvent yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Daryl. You know what? I'll just share on that a little bit. We do need a plan going forward. We can't just wing it because that doesn't work. You know, it's why we understand that 90% of entrepreneurial startups fail within the first three years, 90%. And where 90 plus percent of franchises are successful. And I'll tell Mm -hmm. you why. It's because they have a proven plan and process. That's why. And it's a repeatable winning process that they found out works really well. So in the book, Reinvent Yourself, we come up with your plan based on a formula that I created a long time ago. People look at me and go, well, what right do you have coming up with a formula? And I said, well, (laughs) what you might not know is that I'm a recovering engineer. So my first degree out of school was actually engineering. So I have that analytical side of me to come up with these formulas and processes. And that's what's in the book too. So we have a look at how we do that, how we improve and change your skills, knowledge, and tools. And when that happens, we combine it with your passion and persistence and boom, you have a winning formula. Nice. Hey, Daryl, you like that plan? Persistence? What was the other P word? Passion. 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 There we go. Hey, you like that three P's. I've got an alliteration friend here. Well, this is uh, this is uh, what I mean. What a what a phenomenal discussion, and what a phenomenal concept to be able to say. You know what? I think it's maybe time to reinvent myself, and I'm I'm so grateful, Rick, for you taking that uh, that framework, that formula that you've seen work and putting it down into something that we can now take and go, okay, you know, I don't know where to start, but if I've got, if I've got a formula, if I've got a plan I can follow to reinvent myself, that to me is an amazing gift to the world. And so thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for the opportunity to spread the word as well, because, you know, you'll read a bit of the stories in the book, which are about myself, personally, professionally, career, and otherwise, where I needed to reinvent myself and what mm-hmm. I went through. And I also combined in the book some stories of others that went through different reinventions to try and broaden it to a larger audience than just myself. You know, we've got people like Laura wrote a great story for me that's combined in the book on her second career comeback from housewife back into the workforce, which many people are dealing with now as well. And then somebody that went through uh, you know, challenging childhood 
and wanted to break the chain of that to become a different person for their kids. So there's reinvention in all different aspects, but it all comes down to the same type of formula and plan. And at the end of the day, I wrote the book to help others. And if it does that, I'm happy. Love it. Love it. Well, Larry, what a great conversation. And uh, Rick, we'll, we will obviously put links to the book in the show notes. You definitely want to get uh, get your hands on this book because I think this is going to be a massive gift um, to our audience to, to really be able to think through these things and plan strategically. As we wrap up today, any final words of wisdom? Well, thank you for the opportunity. You know what? I just want everybody out there to understand um, that at the end of the day, you're smarter than you think. You're braver than you believe and much more courageous than you ever thought. So get to it and you will be able to reinvent yourself to get you through whatever mess you're in, mission you're on, or movement you're creating. Fantastic. Hey, that, is, that is so good. Hey, I just want to lay, I just, right before I wrap up, I want to layer something on top of this, on this whole reinvent yourself, because I, by the way, Rick, I love the conversation is I, I think that regardless of how long you've been in sales, whether you're, you know, just starting off or you're a couple years in or you're, you know, you have some tenure and now you're a seasoned veteran. I think subtly we've all reinvented ourselves a time or two. It, it may not have, you know, the change may not have happened all at once, but I can promise you this, that when you started your career to now you've reinvented yourself because you're, the characteristics and how you go to markets changed then compared to when you, when you first got into sales. So, I mean, I can't, I can't wait for our listeners to dive into reinvent your, to reinvent yourself. So I really appreciate you hanging out with us. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity to get in front of your listeners. Really appreciate that. And, and you two guys are beautiful. It's great working with you. There's that collaboration piece. There's the collaboration <laughs> in action. Well, hey, Rick, <laughs> thank you so much. And to the Selling from the Heart community out there, just a huge thank you. It is so much fun interacting with you. And by the way, one of the best ways to spread the word about Selling from the Heart and authenticity and this whole movement that's happening right now is actually really simple. At the end of this podcast, would you just hit pause and leave a quick review on whatever platform you le- uh, listen on. That helps us spread the word. It's, it's tremendously helpful and uh, all of that. So once again, though, to everybody, thank you so much. It is a true honor and it's inspiring seeing what's going on out there. So till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, reinvent yourself, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.